0: You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures.
1: Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona, with me always good friends. Jay from the hills of Texas. And
2: A.K.
1: Mike in Texas.
2: And Shannon G. from Mesa AZ. <laughs> Look at that.
1: <laughs> I
0: love it. It's awesome. Well, uh, welcome to the podcast. We uh, have had a, a couple of uh, really good uh, good days. Um, I think uh, Jay got to go out and fly some and uh, Shannon definitely uh, was out uh, participating in Gunsmoke. So, I think without further ado, we're gonna let Shannon kind of walk us through. I I know last time we were talking about you going and that you were gonna bring your little uh, L five, I think, or grasshopper, whatever they call it. It's what the N one. N one. Okay.
2: N one Navy Cub. Uh, so I so I got it all together. Uh, I got it flying. I only got a few flights before I got it really running good. Uh, so I wasn't as good with it as I wanted to be.
1: That mm-hmm. was
2: my only concern, but I. I went out, and uh, I was just flying in the uh, program Sportsman, like it's like the novice. And all you have to do is provide a picture. But I had done all – I put a pilot in there, and I I painted over all the screws and kind of touched things up and did, did a little weathering here and there just to make it look good. But they don't even care. They just look at the picture. But okay, it's an airplane. Right. <laughs> uh, my first round of flying – was, uh, you know, there's two judges and they sit there and they, you know, you, you have to go through and tell them what you're going to do maneuvers wise. And you have you have some basic maneuvers you have to do and then you have to add, add like four more. And I'd never done that part before. So uh, Paul Stenberg uh, from Zap, good friend of mm-hmm, ours, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, he was my caller and he's done it a couple of times. So he really helped me through this whole experience. And I mean, it wasn't like it was traumatic or anything, but it's just like, wow, I'm just this is totally different. I got to do all this stuff, and and they you know they ask you questions. Well, you know, it's like, you know, uh, what was it? You know, there's a chandelle, and then there's oh, okay. then there's a climbing 180. They're different. They're similar, they different.
0: Right? right? Yeah,
2: because right. you're supposed to what? You're supposed to stall almost stall <clears> at the end of the chandel, Is that right? Like that obvious? is correct. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I but the, the rule book that we have for this didn't quite spell that out so i was like um uh, uh.
0: <laughs> what's a shondell
2: well i knew what the shondell was but i was like well but what's the difference between that and the climbing 180 by yeah. itself, itself? Yeah. so i had the worst takeoff ever i mean i, I scroll i rolled the thing around on the ground like three times finally got ground, and you get scored for your takeoff and you get scored for uh, your land you know you get scored you get sneeze
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> was a good sneeze flying. plus five oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah yeah there we go um the figure eight, the, the that's probably the biggest maneuver. And, you know, with a little foamy cub, it's a little... I, actually, I got pretty good with that one. I wasn't too bad. It was just yeah. my takeoffs and my landings were kept getting... Like, I had a landing where I hit into the fence. I'm like, okay, landing complete. Call the ambulance. Because <laughs> you're supposed to, like, be as real as possible with all of your, you know, like... When you taxi out, like you leave, like on electric, you leave the prop running. So you got to have it, you know, you, you don't want to turn it off.
0: Oh, right, right. right. Yeah.
2: So because a real plane, you don't, you know, it doesn't turn off unless, of course, it's a real electric, but not a lot of those out there yet. Uh, try to think what else. So, I, so my maneuvers was the figure eight, um, missed approach. My missed approach, I usually did it pretty good. They're like, watch out for the big in the middle of the runway, you
0: know. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, got
2: to go. And so my first score was like 60 out of 100 out of 100 out of 100 yeah okay so mm, not too good but you know but I got points you know I was like okay sure i i figure i can't go down from there
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you could you could i could. You could crash it
2: yeah well yeah but that that, that, that would be yeah i wasn't going to crash it so. right uh so my second round i actually was able to i upped it up i got 65 and a half so i went up so i felt okay that's improvement that's all i can ask for right Right. So I'm happy. Um, I only thought I was going to get to fly three rounds because I, I had a funeral to go to on, on Saturday. Because this was a Friday-Saturday event. So we did two days, two rounds of qualifying on Friday, two rounds on Saturday. But we only had 22 competitors. So I was like, hey, is there any way I could like squeeze in my fourth round? And They're like, oh, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll let you do that. So I got all four rounds in. On Saturday, my first round was what 70.5. So I went up, so I went up, you know, another five points and then I got like 71.5 on the second one. So not quite as good. You know, I I bumped up a little bit. Uh, So I finished fourth out of five. There was a guy behind me that didn't really compete much. So, but it was a really fun experience. You know, it was like, uh, you know, I can tell a lot of guys are like, they're all like all freaking out nervous and whatnot. And I'm just like, okay, this is, I just came here to have a good time and, you know, get my feet wet. So, and I had the smallest plane. I had the smallest plane in the entire competition. Everybody <laughs> like else, that. there was no jets either. Yeah. Wow. Well, there was, I was really shocked. Yeah. There was no jets. Usually just, just got to do jobs. He, he couldn't be out there. Um, and usually there's at least one or two, but there wasn't any. So it was a little a little weird. And I'm, you know, I, the next day, like I went back out to go flying on Sunday and I took one of my jets out and I was trying to do my routine with the jet in the amount of time that I could fly the jet and it's, it was real dicey. So I probably a good idea that it, even though I could have, could have done it with the jet, probably mm-hmm. a little better, especially takeoff and landing. Uh, I just didn't feel I could have squeezed it in if I had any little, you know, cause yeah, oftentimes, you know, there's three other planes flying or two other planes flying at the same time. So there's, there's three actual oh. um, competitions going on and you have having to communicate like you have radios where you're like, okay, you know, flight, you know, flight line one doing this, flight line one doing that. And there were times where we almost had a couple of minutes because <laughs> I mean, nice. we're all trying to occupy the same airspace. And uh, it was a little scary a couple of times, but, you know, and you'd have to go in orbit, you know, just kind of, okay, I'm going to, I'm not, you know, I'm not going you know, because you have time if you want it, but it's, if, if you rush through, then you're going to, you're, you're not going to get into a score, which is kind of what I figured out at the end. But, uh, I, but I'm qualified. So. That's uh, even better. That's the best part. So I can go on and and if and I don't know if you guys have heard, but we're actually hosting it again at our field this year.
3: Oh, in nice. October,
2: yes. So uh, they were planning on having it in Texas or somewhere in the Midwest, and they just couldn't get a club to agree on doing really? it. Really? Yeah, and I don't know why. Just one of those things. And uh, the the group that kind of organized this is said, "Hey, you know, I know we just had this here, but you know, we all did really well." Uh, the field's perfect for it. You want to do it again? So we went mm-hmm. to the board and and actually we just kind of did it like over the phone and email and word of mouth we're like, can we do this again? Yeah, let's do it again. So we're doing it again. So,
0: so you're doing another qualifier? No, we're doing, doing Scale that?
2: Masters the championship scale again. Scale Masters, the yeah, championship, the championship again. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So okay. So I'm so I'm gonna compete. And once you qualify, you don't have to fly that same airplane. So that airplane is actually hanging up at Alliance RC Hobbies for sale right now.
0: Oh, gotcha. Because <laughs> right. I'm
2: like, ah, it was fun, but I'm gonna get the big one now. So the, the so on uh, Motion sells the the Nexa.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. They do,
2: and it's basically the same plane that I had before, and I've got mm-hmm. all the power system and the servos, and I can fly the thing night and day. So, so yeah, so it was a great experience, and uh, uh, really some really awesome planes. I mean, you know, I just you know, you know, I, everyone's like, really you're playing that thing <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but, uh, I'm like hey I'm, I'm here you, know? It's right. not, it's, you mean... know size does not matter It's just I'm here right, So, but uh, true, I think um, there was a guy that brought out um, I posted some pictures there was a giant um, AC 119 uh, the, the gunship version of a box car mm-hmm. and the guy brought it out just to so get the scale score and he was just like kind of full of himself and he only got like you know, out of a hundred, he got like 80 and he was like, oh. and you know, it's beautiful. You know, when you first look at it, it's like, Oh wow. But when you get, when you look at like, you know, the shapes and stuff, it's kind of off and, mm-hmm. and the paint was a little, mm-hmm. mean, but, um, but Tim Dickey, our, one of our club members, he got, he got a perfect score of a hundred for his steerman. Oh
0: wow. wow. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. And then he, I've did, seen that steerman it's it, is, beautiful. it
0: deserves to be. A- <laughs> yeah. And then he,
2: a- then he dinged it up. And he, he hit He had a pretty bad landing with it. Uh, Yeah, so kind of dinged it up. But we had a real flyby uh, on Saturday. We had a we had a real Spearman and a real uh, T six that came by and they did a flyby. And and the Texan they did a full gear down, like they slowed it down, put the gear down, flaps on, Mm dirty pass, and then put it back up. And it was just kind of cool. You could sit there and watch that like 500 feet. So
0: that's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So
2: (laughs) so yeah, it was uh, it was a great experience and. I would, I would add, I would tell anybody, hey, if, if you got anything that's even close to scale, go out and try sportsman, you know, uh am sportsman. Just give it a shot, you know, get, you come up with, you know, there's a whole list of maneuvers, you know, you, you can download the manual, you know, the, the rules. It's the 2020 rules. That's the newest one they have, and you know, you just put together a routine and you get it as rock solid as you can. And uh, I think I'll probably do a lot better, especially with a plane bigger than I was mm-hmm. flying. Uh, coming here so i'm i'm really excited now so that's my experience
0: wow that's cool well we're uh so let's see so your experience was great but is there anything that you kind of saw or or experienced that you would uh pass along to a new someone new coming in to do something that you were like oh man if i'd only known this it would have gone this much better
2: um i think I wasn't clear as to how many maneuvers I had to have done uh, mm. soon enough. Like I knew in time for the event, but if I, if I knew exactly, and, I, and that was my own fault. So I, I would say, mm. read the, the rule book, read, <laughs> just read the instructions, there, yeah. you know, same thing. Right, um, right. And if, don't be afraid to ask questions. And there's no, there's, I mean, I had no, you know, I, I know most of the guys that were there, um, but they had a lot of new judges and everyone said, you know, like when they, when the scores were coming when they post the scores like after everyone competes in a round they'll post the scores, like the first round there was not a single, um, hundred, no or even like even oh. like a, even like a ten on a, on a on a one maneuver, and they're like man these judges are harsh you know it's like usually yeah, you yeah. see a couple of tens and they're like well I mean you know they're new judges for the most part, uh, or they have been guys that have been doing it for a long time and they are really sticklers you know they want you know, when you come out of the, you know, my idea of a figure eight versus what they want for a figure eight, you know, two different things. Like, you know, when I'm just out there flying around I'm like, okay, I got, I'm going around in circles and I can kind of cross in the middle, but you know, from the aerobatic world, you know, it's yep. you know 270, come around 180, yeah. you know, come down and out. Right. So it's that just like you're used to in, in the aerobatic world, right. but just, you know, n- get comfortable with, you know, those maneuvers and make them as, precise as possible and don't be afraid to ask questions that's
1: i would say mm-hmm. just nobody wants a movie critic that gives a pass to every movie true right? but but
2: they're like and i don't think there was hard. like i think by the end of the week there was maybe one 10 on on any maneuver it was not very many but they usually you see guys will get more than get better they were like they just were shocked that there weren't more, more 10 and you know
0: no but i i can tell you that that's good because in my eyes when you show up even for me in the full scale contest versus this but you know if you show up and you really try and then some guy gets a 10 yeah. you'll never catch it right you'll never unless they totally jack up the next two flights or however many yeah. you know and so so to me it's almost kind of like well everybody can improve and everybody's on the same page you know like everybody can make their next flight that much better yeah. so i've got this much improvement now, I I will tell you that, you know, having said that, I have come away with some high scoring because we score per figure, right? So I came, I've came i come away with 10s on a figure, right. but not 10, 10, 10, right. 10, right? So it's been 10 on this figure and then maybe a, a 8.5 on yeah. that one, you know, because there's little things that you can mess yeah. up. So I, I totally get it. So, I mean, it, it may be something in the past where guys have, you know, new judges have given higher scores Maybe they just saw that this one was like, oh wow, these guys yeah. are.
2: It was it was the lower score. You know, the the newer judges given the lower scores. It was kind of like they were concerned with, but because yeah. uh, Paul, I called for Paul Stenberg because he flew and c- competed as well. He had just a, a park zone uh, or not park zone E flight, the big T twenty eight, the new one, and oh, yeah. and he's a great pilot. He's been flying longer than I have probably, and he was mm-hmm. expecting to have to have a higher score flying than he did. And he's like what are these judges looking for? Cause I, he's like, I know what I'm doing. Right, <laughs> it's right, like, Oh boy. Right. But like, I learned from him, like some of the maneuvers, like when he did a touch and go, he actually did it. You know, the touch was one maneuver and the go was another. Was yeah. Another. And so it's like, well, mm-hmm. wow. If I thought about that, you know, I might've done something like that, but I didn't know you could split it. So,
0: yeah. So that, They're segmented. Yeah. So, uh, and I, and I, and a lot of times in my world, that's how they judge, they judge in seconds. Yeah. So, you know, that first, the first pole is, you know, that's a 10, but then the little maneuver in middle is okay. That wasn't as good. Yeah. And then, you know, the line wasn't as long. Yep. So, um, and just, uh, just for your clarification, I, I can send you some stuff that'll kind of make it a lot better if you're interested, but, uh, a Shondell is a maximum performance 180 degree right. turn with, with a climb, a climbing yep. turn. And a 180-degree climbing turn is not maximum
2: performance. Okay, gotcha.
0: So it's just it's just a turn, like you're turning and climbing at the same right. time. So there's a constant bank and a constant rate of climb in the 180-degree okay. turn. But in a chandel, you're going to roll into a 30, and now it's a constant bank with a pull around to the <clears throat> maximum slowest speed okay. at the very top. So you're – Maximizing this 180-degree climbing turn, but you're not adding any more bank, and at some point, your pitch and your bank become, you know, maxed, where you can't change, and now you've got the highest pitch, and you're having to roll the bank okay. out in gotcha. order to maintain all that. Okay. So their rulebook, anyway, I just, could see it wasn't that clear. I guess so. And it's like, a- yeah, I can imagine if somebody just said, "Oh, you want to do Chandelle?" You know, it's a little bit different when you're sitting behind yeah. the controls because it makes more yeah. sense. But in an RC airplane, I can see that if someone right. just Standing said, oh, you you it's yeah. Different. yeah, it's kind of a little bit different. So, but the Shannon, control got, inputs are the same.
3: I got a quick in question for you. So are, I realized guys that.
1: Uh, I re- oh, sorry, both Jay, are talking I'll, at the I'll, same
0: I'll... time. All right. Hold on. Yeah, sorry. Jay had a question. Sorry. Yeah. Go so ahead. Shannon,
3: and I, uh, my question to you is, um, are guys penalized for having gyros or. Is there a different class if you have a gyro in your plane? No. I'm, I'm just thinking if you're trying to come out at a 180 or trying to do something, you know, your gyro will assist you in that.
2: Yeah, no, gyros are totally or make it look allowed. smoother. Yeah, gyros are totally okay. And, and, and that was actually something I tried to do. So I was playing with, you know, my new radio. I've got the sky, you know, the free sky, mm-hmm. And I put one of the gyro receivers in it, but I got stuck on the setup of it. And when I tried to, like, Use it even a little bit. It was all over the place. It was like it was, I was going to crash. So I basically I turned I turned it off just to get comfortable. And actually, mm-hmm. before the competition, I put another receiver in. But since then, I've actually figured out the stabilizer receiver for the most part. I've flown it on another airplane, um, and I was like, wow, if I had this working last, you know, two weeks ago. I probably would have scored a lot better because, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cause that, cause okay, the, so,
3: but, you're not penalized. No, they're, they're, no, not at all. No. Nope. Yeah, so you're not penalized at all. If you have one or uh, against the guy who nope. doesn't. So. Nope.
2: Not at all. I mean, it, and I'd say probably 90% of the guys probably had them in, you know,
0: yeah, it's pretty much, know, whether it's an aura
2: yeah. or, you know, a demon or just AS three X, you know, it's just like, yeah. you know, it's, right. it's in there. So uh, I think there was a time where it was frowned upon, but I, you know, yeah, I used to have like a. I had a big cub where I just had a. I had a gyro, like literally the old school gyro on the rudder, <laughs> you know, basically a helicopter gyro, just to keep <laughs> right, the just keep right. the right, just keep the right. You know, but, rudder. Uh, you know so funny. I, I, yeah, if I'd had that, I, you know, I would. I probably would have had about, at least an eighty or ninety, probably on just a couple of mini No, well,
0: that's good. That's oh, something yeah. you learn though. Yeah, you know, I, I definitely learned a there.
2: lot. So. But, uh, so well, wait, that's exciting.
0: Do they have the dates in October yet, uh, or no?
2: As of right now, I think the dates they're looking for the 11th to the 15th. That's and there's we're still throwing around what date exactly. There's there's a couple other events between here in okay. California and there's a little crossover, sure. but we'll see what happens. But uh, mid mid October is, cool. is what we're looking at. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be there. Good. My, so Shannon, I I'll got a second question for on.
3: you. Once again, you're talking about you know mainly since this is a scale event um, and guys tend to go with bigger planes with this because uh-huh. it's easier to do scale, the bigger it is, but what's the smallest size that you can have and go to this event?
2: There that's is no size limit at all. I mean, it just has really? to be a okay. scale it has to be, it has to be based on a real airplane that as simple as that. Cause I mm-hmm. know uh, Ken, Wal- Ken oh, Walters, yeah. I don't know if I think Mike knows Ken Walters, um, his Dauntless that he flew, like that was like kind of like the gold standard for mm-hmm probably a decade it was a 40 size you know i mean it wasn't it wasn't anything fancy it was it was (laughs) built beautifully (laughs) say that three times and and he flew it perfectly you know he just he's just that good of a pilot but yeah it wasn't and I, i even had a plane um there was another guy that gave us a plane it was a it was an air coupe it was on a it ran on a 25 and it competed in scale masters back in the day so there's no there's no size limit uh but yeah but I, there's a picture I posted it was like, you know, my little cub and then a real quarter you know, scale no cub.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. That's funny. Okay. Well, we're excited to uh excited to hear uh you know what the dates oh, are yeah, finalized we'll in day. October and uh yeah, I'll I'll try to to bid that time off as well. So that'll be exciting. Have to uh, to go check it out, at least yep. be a spectator.
2: We do a live we can do a live on air um, in the middle of competition.
0: Shannon's yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Shannon uh, actually dropped a video uh, while you were over there, so that was kind of nice. Uh, check out our Park Flyer Podcast listeners group page on Facebook. Uh, Shannon was doing a little bit of a live stream uh, while yeah, he was out there, re- so that was that was good because I was on a trip and I was like, "Oh, Shannon just posted." Yeah, I, so recorded it was, I, like, I recorded
2: I recorded like the follow up to it, but then I got I got so busy with getting ready to leave for trying to go to that I just forgot to post it. Yeah, it was fun.
0: No worries. So. No worries. Well, God, well, we appreciate that. Uh, Jay, you were uh, out flying with Jim, and you got to fly your new airplane a couple times uh, I did. as well, right?
3: I did, I did. Um, yeah, so you ever have one of those days when you get out to the field, you've been out to the field a zillion times, but for some strange reason you go, man, I think this is going to be a good day to fly. And that turned out I that, that all the time. the perfect day to fly. Uh, it was kind of overcast. No wind. And as you can tell for that little valley that we fly in, having no wind or nothing, you know, going different directions, which is the norm, is mm-hmm. kind of rare. But we got out there and and uh, it was one of those things we got we normally try to get out there early, early in the morning because, you know, the wind is less. But this we got out there early afternoon. And um, like I said, it was kind of overcast, um, no wind and. Uh, got, I haven't seen Jim in a couple of months. Um, unfortunately he's been under the weather for a little bit. And, uh, so he was feeling better and, and I, you know, I had the time. He wanted to see my new plane. Um, in fact, we were trying to hook up when you came out, uh, for him to come out, but mm-hmm. it just didn't work out that way. So, uh, like a day or two after you left, then we met up and, uh, got out there. Um, Jim brought, I don't know, maybe three, four planes. And I had just brought just mine. Um, and, Uh, normally he starts off, we, we usually fly, you know, the wings or something to kind of warm up our fingers. Mm -hmm. And this time he had his dolphin, which is a, um, a nitro plane. Um, I guess it's about 40 size. Um, he's had this plane for a long time. It's kind of a low wing. Uh, we got out there and, uh, uh, we started flying and, and usually Jim's a little nervous the first mm, flight or two. And he got up there, and he was flying perfect. The plane was trimmed pretty good. The engine was running, you know, fairly well. Normally, he has to tweak that quite all the time, but he didn't this this time. Um, came in, and he kind of did a bounce landing. Boop! And, you know, shut off the engine because, the you know, the landing gear kind of compresses, and the, the prop got close enough to shut the motor off. Uh, and we were kind of laughing about that, and and I was kind of ribbing him a little bit. And he brought it back, refueled it. Um, and then, like it was something clicked, click, and then after that, Jim did the best landings I have seen him do in a long time. He Very was nice. flying perfectly. It was it was the in fact I I was I thought he got taken over by an alien or something, because <laughs> you know normally if the wind picks up a little bit or something happens and then you know or if we start talking about it then you know then he can't replicate what he did just the you know the landing before but this time. He had no problem landing either direction. He was doing these beautiful, you know, gliding landings. He he didn't bounce th- he didn't bounce it down the runway anymore. He it was just incredible. So he did a, he did a great uh, he did a great flight in that plane and and that dolphin was just flying great. Um, he gave me the sticks for a bit and I flew it around and you know it's a nice flying plane. Um, I would say that my landings weren't nearly as good as his landings were. Um, it was just a beautiful thing to see that just, just for a guy who hadn't been flying, he hadn't been out flying for like three, four months to come out and just everything clicked. Um, so, like I said, I was kind of speechless. But anyway, we um, I got out, I finally got up mine and I started flying it. And and once again, when we flew, it was kind of windy. And, and the mm-hmm. uh, like I said, the the uh, the flag was going around a 360 um, this time, like I said, we barely any wind. And now that I got the fly in no wind and with the six cell, I really have to say I don't like, I, not that I don't like it, but the six cell is really, really, really heavy. So I'm definitely, I'm waiting for the, my props to show up in the mail and I'm going to go down to the four cell. I think the weight savings will definitely help because I flew it with the 5,000 and then the 5,500 that I have. Uh, and man, when I, when I put that thing in, oh boy. It truly was a flying brick. I mean, it flew okay, but you could just feel how heavy it was. I mean, the minute you released the tension on the sticks, even though it had a gyro in it, it mm-hmm. it was it just felt heavy. It just felt like you're flying a log. Um, it definitely wasn't uh light and airy and springy and that you 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 take the uh the throttle off and it just whew, you know, glides all the way across the field and you're like, Come back. No, none of that. It was I'm coming down to the ground now. <laughs> so uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, the plane definitely flies very, very heavy with a six cell, but, uh, yeah, all in all, it was, uh, it was just one of those days that was just super nice and it was kind of cold in the morning. And then by the afternoon it warmed up and the sun broke out just a little bit. Um, he got out his, um, he's got something from hobby King, uh, a Tundra. It's another cubish Mm -hmm. type plane or or the Kingfisher or something like that. So he had his up, I had mine up and that was kind of fun chasing each other around in that. Um, although, you know, once again, you got to kind of worry about the scale thing. Like if my plane started to look mm-hmm. like his plane, you know, I'm way out there type of thing. Yeah, yeah that's so, true. Yeah. <laughs> type. But uh, uh, my uh, they added lights for mine with that overcast day. Man, it, it just looked really nice having the lights on the wingtips and stuff. So I was really mm-hmm. loving that.
0: So do you, uh, did you think or feel like it was balanced with those bigger batteries? I mean, did Cause I know we were trying to figure out if we needed to move them back a little bit. Uh, I did. I did. I did move my,
3: I did move them back um, just a little Mm -hmm. bit to, you know uh, and it flew okay, but I didn't dare go too far because once again, it just runs out of strap, runs out of room. So I got to where it was comfortable. You know, I had some stuff stuff stuffed on the sidewalls, you know, to kind of keep it tight in there. So it wouldn't Mm -hmm. slide back anymore. Uh, I had done some modifications (laughs) to move the strap back a little bit, but, there really isn't enough room in there. So that's another reason why yeah. I think I want to go with the lighter battery because I, I, I think to really make that plane responsive, like I would like, mm-hmm. you know how I would mm-hmm. like it, the battery needs to go back, you know, just so much more. And there's just not enough strap to hold on to that thing. And I haven't put like Velcro, you know, on the, you know, I, I, my Velcro supplies just disappeared. So, uh, I I wasn't able to put more Velcro in the back and on the battery. So, you know, Hmm. unless I do something like that, I, you know, I just decided I was just going to go with the four cell and see how that, how that, you know, turns out. I
0: think, I think maybe when uh, you came up here the last time, you must have brought all your Velcro because I got Velcro coming out every orifice that I need to over here. It's just (laughs) well. I did, yeah. Every time I open something up, I'm like, where did this Velcro come from? That that (laughs) could have been
3: because I I got like rolls of that stuff. Yeah, I'm no the seat
0: right now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, that that's kind of exciting. I, uh, you know, it's always fun for me to hear uh, Jim's, you know, progress and and how he gets better every time. And and you know, I I know that uh, the couple of times that I've flown with him and and been down there is, have been just wonderful. And you know, it it's kind of fun watching him and having him learn things and. And try different stuff, and so the fact that he had a great day is is phenomenal. I mean, that that makes me happy because I like hearing that that it's not something where you right, take something right. home in a trash bag or, you know, and and uh, and I think that that's a confidence builder too. I mean, just like Shannon was talking about, his gun smoke. It if you go out and do stuff, and then you know when you come back and you do it again, then there's more. You, you obviously had more confidence the second, third, and fourth flight than you did on the first flight. You're kind of like okay, what's going on? Uh, So I think that when you have uh, days at the field that that lend themselves to having good flights, they're, you know, exciting and and they're fun, and you come back, you know, knowing that you've progressed and you've gotten better or you had a really good day, it makes it, you know, kind of one of those things where I look forward to the next day, right? I mean, like, I want to go back out to the field because I had such a good day today. The days where, you you know, nothing goes right and you left your radio at home and you had to go back and you get your battery and, the, you know, then you ding up the airplane because you did something stupid and you're always rushing. Those days never seem to – they kind of hang over your head like a black cloud. But uh, it's the, the days like what you had that, that when you talk about I yeah, think. And it's and the one of those things, too, hobby, for
3: though. us was there was a little bit uh, – the field had grown just a little bit and so you know mm. you have a little bit of high grass and so when he was making mm. the landings you know it makes that sound when it hits the grass and it, and it, it makes that whoosh, 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 whoosh sound it yeah. just kind of yeah. and he would just land it and do a take you know, touch and go and stuff and it would just make that perfect sound and i think that was the yeah. other thing that just added to that oomph to the to the day when it was just coming down sure. and he take off again <laughs> you know or or sometimes yeah, you know awesome. he had one landing that wasn't looking good and he pulled it out at the end and it just kind of landed on that grass again sh- sh- perfectly and I was just like oh man that was I had to go over shake his hand I, I said dude you pulled that out it sounded perfect that was that was beautiful <laughs> so yeah <laughs> we had fun oh, that, that was definitely awesome. a fun day
0: well good well I uh, I'm gonna uh, I've been working a lot lately so uh, I'm gonna try and take some time and go go fly it. I almost have the sparrow uh, ready to go so I'm I'm uh, excited about getting that in the air and you know. We'll uh, we'll see. Well, I'll have good weeks. I think again this week. anybody got uh, anybody flying this coming up week? anybody? No. Hopefully, Maybe. hopefully get hopefully. the I in the air. Well, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Shannon got a new airplane. Congratulations. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll save that for another yes. podcast so you can yeah. tell us all about it. But uh, Shannon did get a new plane. And uh, I think it came in today, right? It literally,
2: like, I shoved it in the garage as I walked in the door this morning. <laughs> he was like,
0: I got a podcast. All yeah. right, you, right, I'll come back to you later. <laughs> well, that's fun. So, all right, we're looking forward to that. And uh, we um, definitely enjoy having you on the podcast. So we're, we're glad to, to be here. episodes with you. Lots of fun. All right. Mike, well, we you out. Out
2: Mike, Mike you've been flying? You get all the free
1: time. Oh uh, no, no, I haven't. Uh, we, no, the weather's been kind of crappy. Yeah, and it then, has been. Uh, and so with a lot of wind and rain and stuff, it's it makes the fields oh, wet, no. and so so I haven't been flying that much. Floats, floats,
0: skis. Yeah, I I knew I knew that for a fact because uh, my work took me through Dallas once or twice this last week, and uh, the weather was horrific. <laughs> it Ugh. was like, oh my gosh!
1: You know, I yeah. I, I have to say I, I love living in Dallas, but yeah. from a from a flying perspective, you know. Alaska was way better. Like I flew yeah. more in Alaska than I ever do here, yeah. uh, because it's just all well, and and I guess if I flew bigger planes or or ones with heft, uh, then mm-hmm. it'd probably be different. But the winds are always ten, twelve, fifteen, and my small foamies—they just you know I, uh, uh, Spencer can fly my planes in this wind because that's what we did, right? <laughs> but uh, I I just can't I can't fly them in that kind of weather, just yeah. really hairy.
0: Well, time to move the yeah, time to come on out. See, Maybe so. Maybe and then so. we'll have to have instead of AK Mike and Phoenix. There you go. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and then all we need is Jay. He needs to get out here as well. So, uh, you know, there's something to be said for 365 days of nice weather. Right. <laughs> Shannon knows, right? Yeah, that's and, uh, ninety what keeps percent me of here. the time. I'd, I'd I know. Say... Me too. Yeah, it's a little so, hot. Uh, you
2: know, today's a little warm. Like I.
0: It was a little warm today. I, I got went, up to 101 I, up here.
2: I went to. Uh, I was in to this morning to get my like car worked on. I'm like, ah, oh, better put a jacket on. <laughs> it's already like 80 degrees. Like, I don't need a jacket.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was hot. Yeah, I actually got a, a little sun myself. I was just out, I was outside and I was just like, wow, it's so hot out here. So summer's coming. Summer's going to be here yeah, yeah, second. Yeah, but what
3: about all my foamies with hot glue? I don't know. Uh huh.
0: They are like, fun Arizona to Arizona may not
3: treat them very well. They're
0: falling yeah, apart already. we can switch it.
3: <laughs>
0: it just gives you a chance to undo them and put them back together. See, so oh, it's, yeah. Sometimes use while you're glue, flying. Okay? Just what I wanted
3: it gives to you do. a chance to use real glue. <laughs> it's real <laughs> man's glue. Man's,
0: man's glue. Some Arizona <laughs> glue. That's right. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time, but we're going to let you go. We'll, uh, I'm Michael from Arizona. I'm Jay from the hills of Texas.
1: I'm AK
2: Mike in Texas. And Shannon G. in Mesa AZ.
0: All right. Well, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you in two weeks
1: let's fly you have been listening to the park flyer podcast thank you for joining us and we look forward to your next visit please give our show a star rating and review and feel free to email us your questions topics or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com